Hi, this is Nicholas Tutora, and welcome to another episode of Tutora Time. On this show, we discuss the political issues of the day and the impact they are having on our life, and we're hoping to open up some eyes to the truth. Thanks for joining us. Hi, this is Nicholas Tutara, and welcome to another episode of Tutara Time. Today is Wednesday, December 16th, and as always, big wheel keeps on turning, and the big world keeps on turning faster than we could keep up. So let's talk about a few things that are going on today. Um, this, uh, let's talk about the COVID vaccine a little bit. And the, the first round of vaccines were starting to be released. So, you know, I do give Trump credit for that. He got these vaccines out at warp speed. Uh, I'm not really in favor of the vaccine. Um, I'm not necessarily against people getting it, but uh, I don't think it's something that we should start mandating for everybody. I mean, you know, Trump did a good job in responding to what's there. That doesn't mean that I'm in favor of the whole COVID hysteria and vaccines in general. But just such alarming information. Now they're saying that if you get the vaccine, that still doesn't mean that you don't have to social distance and wear a mask. I mean, come on now, people. How obvious can it be with that statement that they're making is that this is not about a virus at all it's about control it's it's starting to get really crazy out there it's almost like stanley kubrick was elected uh, president of the united states or is running this country or something it's a, to walk around and see everybody masked up all the time with their muzzle on i don't know about you but i i find it quite emotionally alarming um so they're telling people that even if they're vaccinated now, they still have to social distance, they still have to wear masks. What is the point of all this other than control? And it's so frightening just to see how fast this has happened. I mean, last March, last February, with every life was basically normal. It, here we are almost a year later, and you're considered a criminal or suspect if you just walk around without a mask or try to go into a store without a mask. I mean, it is disgraceful. Again, what they are trying to do is they are trying to criminalize the behavior of normal people. Um, you know, these, these radicals on the left, the Black Lives Act matters, the Black Lives Matter activists and all these people, they actually delude themselves that black people are arrested for no other reason other than they're black, which is nonsense. So they feel that they've been picked on unjustly. So the answer is to legitimize their criminal behavior uh, of, of criminals. Um, you know, it has nothing to do with race, but, you know, black, white, whatever it may be, you know, the goal is to let people out of jail, stop prosecuting certain crimes, trespassing, menacing, uh, resisting arrest, all these various things. 
like this guy Gascon is doing in LA. So they want to stop criminalizing criminal behavior and they want to start criminalizing decent people of all races just for going out without a mask. Um, it's insane and it's really going to get ugly pretty quick. You know, people are pushing back. I just saw a video online of a woman in a library reading with her son and the mask police are there because she didn't want to wear a mask and people are saying she's causing chaos and these uneducated people, I mean, these really, really uneducated or unintelligent people who now like to say, well, other people have a right to be safe from possibly getting a virus from you. There's no right to do that. I don't have a right to walk out into society and say everybody must behave a certain way so I don't get sick. I mean, that's absurd. If I'm afraid of getting sick, it's my obligation to stay home, not to force everybody else into some kind of insane lockdown. So our freedom is being destroyed right before our eyes and you know, we're allowing it. And one of the things that are allowing it, and I have to say this honestly, it's to the men in this country. What happened to the men in this country? What happened to masculine leadership? You know, plenty of women are strong. Republican women are certainly strong. Plenty of women are strong beyond belief and have the ability to, you know, stand up for their rights. But there's another segment, these leftist fe feminist females, they just operate on hysteria. It's just pure hysteria. It's like when I was a kid, you know, your mother would say, put on your hat and your gloves before you go out in the cold. And now you got all these people walking around telling you, you got to wear a mask. They go hysterical on you if you're not wearing a mask. It's cowardice. You know, this is not the way you build a republic. We're the land of the free and the home of the brave. It requires bravery to be free, you know. Like I say all the time, men who served and died and fought in wars, they ran into bullets in order for you to be free. And now we're cowering so much that we don't even want to um, breathe without a mask. I mean, they have frightened everybody right into submission. And it really, it really needs to stop. How long is this going to go on, people? How long are we going to keep wearing these masks till some politician stands up and tells us to? Young people I know, you know, they're telling me about interactions that they have with children and the children now, they're frightened. They're growing up neurotic. Like if they don't have a mask on, you know, they're afraid. Oh, I don't have my mask on. Or, you know, these kids have to see their parents being confronted and harassed in stores about masks. I mean, these kids are growing up frightened, they're going to be neurotic, and they're going to be totally putty in the hands of whatever the state wants to make them do. If they tell them all march into the gas chamber in 20 years, they're all going to march right in. This is really dangerous what's going on. And, you know, you have an obligation not to cooperate with tyranny. So I don't think you should follow any of these tyrannical lockdowns, masks wearing, any of these things, because you're under no obligation to cooperate with something that's going to steal your freedom away. We have to really get a handle on this. Sensible people need to stand up quick and public figures and leaders need to start making that, making that case publicly. This virus has a 
95% recovery rate. It doesn't even make sense. How do you have a, a vaccine with a 95% effective rate on something that your body is already 99.97% effective against fighting? Really ridiculous. Plus, you know, I've been to so many uh, Trump rallies and Stop the Steal events uh, and all these things that have been going on since the election and for the whole year. And people aren't wearing masks. You know, according to them, everybody should be sick and dead by now. You know, it's ridiculous. This whole thing is absolutely ridiculous. I mean, Larry Fitzgerald of the Arizona Cardinals played this past Sunday. Two weeks before that, he was got a positive COVID test, so he had to sit out for two weeks. So how deadly can this thing be when somebody in perfect health uh, takes off two weeks? That That's what Larry Fitzgerald probably didn't even show symptoms. He tested positive, sat home for two weeks in his mansion, uh, and then came back and played football. How deadly can a virus be if two weeks after getting it, you're out on an NFL football field banging heads? I mean, it's so absurd. So what else did we see today in the news? Another thing, there's the Senate hearings that are going on on um, election fraud. I haven't really viewed that all yet. I just saw a little bit of Rand Paul. Um, but, you know, Rand Paul in many ways is going to be maybe one of the last hopes in this country because I can guarantee you when the Electoral College meets on January 6th that there are going to be people on the uh, on the Congress and the House of Representatives side, Republicans who will stand up and object to the Electoral College count. But it's going to require a senator also for it to be heard and debated on the floor. And, you know, you would think you know, all the Republicans would support it or a large, large majority of them would support it. But you need at least one to second. And I'm hoping that it's going to be Rand Paul. I mean, in the Senate hearing section I saw of him today, he said that in many ways the election was fraudulent uh, and we have to prevent this from happening in the future. I didn't hear what he said about current but he did say, in his opinion, the election was fraudulent. So Rand Paul is always standing up for America, for you know, following the Constitution. Um, he was harassed after the president's uh, speech in D.C. when he was walking back through the street. So he knows this crazy mob mentality firsthand. And this... The way they act, the way Antifa and BLM act in the streets that night after Trump's uh, acceptance speech of the nomination, pushing people around, intimidating people. This is the way it was in the polling places. All right, poll watchers were intimidated, bullied. And Rand Paul knows this firsthand. Um, and he also saw that they decided they weren't going to bring charges against people who did this. So he sees the manipulation of our system. God willing, he is a true patriot. I believe he is. Um, so hopefully he will be the person on the side of the Senate who will stand up and question the validity of the electoral vote um, based on the fact that there's fraud in the election. And once he does that, then the debate goes to both the, the floor of the House and the Senate. I will be gravely disappointed if he or other Republicans on the Senate side are completely silent on that. 
Um, Mitch McConnell acknowledging Joe Biden as president-elect yesterday was a terrible thing. Um, although with these politicians, you never know. You know, they say something publicly that could be to make it look like they're not siding with Trump publicly until it gets to the floor of the Senate. So it was a terrible thing. It was really demoralizing to Republicans, to the president probably also. Um, and I think basically it was him caving in, but you never know. It could be, like I said, so he's not showing that he's already tilting in Trump's direction, but I wouldn't get my hopes up too high. That's why I believe really Rand Paul, it's gonna come down to what he does. In many ways, he's gonna be America's last hope uh, for Trump to do this through the electoral process and not stepping into things like the Insurrection Act, uh, uh, combined with the 2018 executive order he put out. So we got to keep fighting on two fronts here. We're fighting for our freedom, for our basic liberties, and we're fighting these oppressive mask mandates. I never thought I'd live to see this in America. Never, especially from young people. Young people are always against like the establishment and the intelligence agencies and being told what to, to do. There are young people I know who have had COVID but they're still walking around with a mask on. There's no logic and reason and scientific inquiry and the scientific method has completely gone out the window. If you've had the virus, you're now immune, you can't get it, you can't spread it. But it's all just about making hysterical, weak people feel better so we're all wearing a mask. We have to stop pandering to the lowest common denominator. We have to stop letting the unintelligent people run our country. That's what we're really doing. And if you say an idea is unintelligent and that idea came from either, a, you know, as they say, person of color or a woman, you're immediately going to be accused of, you know, sexism and racism, like every woman or every non-white person's idea is a good idea. This is absurd. Critical thinking has gone out the window. Critical debate has gone out the window. And men, it's time for you to stand up and reassert your authority in society and start leading like men, calling out hysteria for what it is, calling out cowardice for what it is. It's time for the men in this country to start to make their voices heard again and strongly. All right, well, I'll talk to you again soon on another episode of Tutorial Time.